Hello, hello, my name is Haji Sila. I'm coming to you guys with another episode from I Am Legit. I Am Legit is my podcast where I literally just grab my cell phone and and share content, you know, and share content that are interesting and actionable that will make uh, people's lives uh, better. Now, I own a local digital agency here in Atlanta um, that work with a lot of dentists and select small businesses, small to medium-sized businesses. And the goal of the, the agency is to make sure that these businesses have maximum visibility online, that they're targeting the right customers, and they're getting conversion and traffic to the website, which ultimately turn to leads and, and and money in the bank. Um, ultimately, that's what you want. You want to be the um, you want to be the person that help your customers get money in the bank. Um, okay. So that being said, we have a very 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 important, a very very important content for you here today. Today I'm talking about three incredible ways to rank in Google for a very competitive keyword. Number three will amaze you. Number three will be very, very amazing to you. So you want to stick around for this, okay? And grab your pen and paper and take action, okay? Take action, build momentum. So let's get into it, all right? Yo, let's go. All right? Number one, user experience. The user experience is everything for Google. Google makes a lot of money, okay? They make a lot of money. They make so much money. As a matter of fact, Google makes $60 million a day. Last year, they made $110 billion. That's up from the year before where they only made $90 billion. That's a lot of money. They don't get all that money from organic search, which um, I do a lot of optimization for, and I help to rank my customers and Google and give them more visibility to get that money from paper, PPC, paper ads, which is 30% of the, which is only 30% of the click on page one of Google. That being said, the only thing that Google wants from you is your user generated content. Remember, Google's actually making all this money off of us. All right, they, you go to Google, you do a search, but then Google wants you as a publisher, if you're a publisher, <laughs> because that's what I am. That's what my customers are. If you have a blog, a podcast, or anything, if you're putting any kind of content out there, you are a publisher, okay? You're giving Google free content. So basically, that's what we do. And in a change, Google gives us visibility and exposure. So, <clears throat> so what... What is great content? For starters, you gotta make sure that your content is usable and actionable and it's exactly what customers want, all right? Um, Great content will be something like video, you know, audio. People learn differently. Now, when people are watching video on YouTube or on your website, they're leaning forward. That's, That's how they're consuming that content. If they're watching TV at home, which I don't know if a lot of people do it because of the uh, fragmentation, there's media everywhere. But if you're home watching TV, you're leaning backwards with the remote. 
You know how it is. Now, if you're walking around or jogging or at the gym, the only way you can consume content is through your, it's all your content, and that's more passive. So if you're giving customers the ability to consume your content in whichever form um, they are comfortable, then you are making, you're giving them the best user experience. So I recommend that on your page, you have content in text, which is what Google really understands, you know, in video and audio, which are, those are things that you actually do for your customers. Now, there's a way you can optimize both your video and your audio using text to tell Google exactly what uh, what what was on that website. But that's that's uh, that's beyond the scope of what we're talking about here. But one thing you gotta know is that your your your, your content has to be great for Google to rank you. So your content has to be great if you're trying to rank for a competitive keyword, okay? Some of the other factors are the, the, the your load speed. So the, the amount of time that it takes for your website to load up should not be more than 4.5 seconds. If it's more than 4.5 seconds, research shows that uh, clients that are, or are or your client's gonna go somewhere else. Nobody wants to sit around and wait forever for a website to load. For a website to load. Another thing is your the, your ability, your mobile friendliness. Okay, more than sixty percent of searches done on Google right now actually come from mobile devices, your phones, your tablets. Um, People don't do a lot of searches while sitting at that at the crib, not at the house anymore. I mean, unless you're sitting at the, the office and you're doing a B2B search, which is business to business, most people actually do searches while they're on the go. And they make to do those searches on their mobile phone. So you want to make sure that your mobile, your site is mobile friendly. As a matter of fact, Google did an update in 20, 2014 about mobile first. And Google actually penalized websites that were not mobile friendly, okay? So it's very important that you make sure that you have great user experience. Some of the websites you can use to actually to actually quantify and see exactly what's happening so that you can pivot, so you can make adjustments and optimize your website and get better at Dribble and Crazy Egg. You can use those, and of course, you can use Google Analytics um, to see the behavior of your customers and see exactly what they're doing on your website, <clears throat> and then use that to to pivot. Now, Google uses more than two hundred signals to determine who ranks higher in the SERP. The SERP just means the Google search results. Okay. Some of the uh, the most important ones are content, linked content. We which we're just talking about content. You know, user you know user experience. Um, links links is people's ability to link to you. Link is another subject. There's four or five different kinds of links, but in <clears throat> but I would consider talking about links. You know, extensively because of how important it is in another talk or in another lecture, but consider link content, rank brain. Now, rank brain is 
important that you know about. Rank brain is Google's machine learning. So Google uses machine learning to determine, and that really tells you how serious they are about their user experience. Because Bing is still Bing is still out there. I mean, it's nowhere close to Google, but it's still out there and still making, um, still making you know some inroads. But so Google wants to make sure that the user experience is a one. So like I said before, content links, um, rank brain, and a whole bunch of different factors. Now, rank brain is a Google algorithm that was introduced in April 20, I think it was, it was introduced in April 2015 and rolled out in October. So rank brain, like I said before, is machine learning that Google uses. Google determined that rank brain was 10% more accurate than the engineers in, 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 in literally coming up with the best kind of user experience for the clients. So Google is doing everything within its power to make sure that the user get good experience. So if you want to rank higher and out-compete um, in a difficult keyword situation, you want to make sure, number one, that you're optimizing for great experience. Number two. That brings us to number two. Wow, it took long enough. Number two, you got to make sure that your website is optimizing for long tail keywords with buyer intent. Okay? Long tail keywords with buyer intent. Um, as you know, there are three stages of inbound marketing. Stage number one is awareness. Stage number two is consideration. And stage number three is decision. And in, in, in the law, of, the law of seven also applies. The, the law that states that um, your your customers, your clients, will come into your contact roughly about seven times before they decide to make that decision. I know, oftentimes, our small businesses we're very impatient. Um, we want to do direct response marketing and, and, and get and get the money off of 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 the rip. But the reality is that it takes some time for some of that stuff to materialize. Okay, so talking, coming back and talking about keyword, uh, uh, long tail keywords. Let me give an example because I work with a lot of dentists. You know, so let me talk a bit. Let me give you an example. For example, if I was talking, if I was coming into a project, okay, and I'm ranking a blog post, I'm talking to. You know, my client about content marketing and I'm ranking a blog post for dentistry for guess what I won't do it I won't go for dentistry because it's too broad uh, it's not targeted and it's very competitive because everybody and their mamas just trying to rank for that so it's too competitive and that's not the best use of my time and the customers time and money you know, optimization can be very expensive. Now, how about the next option, general dentistry? Yeah, that's two words. That's a little bit niche down uh, at one level, but I still wouldn't do it. And that's still very competitive because I said the second way to compete when the keywords are really difficult to get is to go long tail. Now, let's try this other option. Okay, what, we were, what if we were trying to rank for a keyword that goes affordable dentistry for people with no insurance? 
Now, that's the long, not only is that a long tail keyword, it, it also has a buyer intent. It tells you where this customer is in their buyer journey. They at the end of the funnel. They about to make that decision. So unless you in one of them, the, the industry is very inf informational. You want to make sure that you're selecting keywords that are very intentional. Okay, where the buyer is actually ready to buy. That's very important. Now, some of the tools you can use to accomplish it. This would be Uber Suggest Keyword that IO. Keyword, as a matter of fact, Keyword Everywhere is a Chrome extension, Chrome browser extension that I have on my Chrome browser. And I've had it there for so long, it feels like it's second nature because um, I can see the volume and keywords of everything. You can also use um, Answer the Public. Answer the Public is this website that you go to. You can use it for long tail keyword research as well. You enter in the keyword, keyword and it gives you a whole bunch of different options um, and a whole bunch of different long tail options. But here's the thing. I mean, use these tools with a grain of salt because Google actually, because 15%, get this, 15% of searches that come in Google daily are brand new. People are tapping in keywords that Google has never seen before. Now, if Google has not seen the keyword before, it will not be able to index the keyword. And it's, it seems that Google takes anywhere from three, from two to three to five months to, to, to update their algorithm, at least the page rank algorithm. So they're updating their stuff about five times, four to five times a year. So take these things with a grain of salt. What I usually will advise is that use these keyword research tools but also go in a Google search query and put in the query the keywords you want to rank for and see exactly what's coming. Case in point, usually, usually when I go into a project, I, I do the best I can to set you know, client expectations. I don't lie. Um, I come through and I tell them exactly what I do. I implement best practice to make sure you're ranking. I take the factors that Google uh, put out there as the, the factors that are needed, which is link, great content, and all that good stuff. And then the other ones that I just based on try and true, because the reality is that Google is not gonna tell you exactly everything that they do. They're not gonna take their algorithm and hand it to you. You know, nobody would give you the circuit the salt. Nor do I think that's a good idea, because if they do, people will gain the system, and it will be no good anymore. But there are some try and true measures that you can use to actually rank for Google. And usually when I'm setting clients' expectations, based on my experience, I want to tell them what I think a reasonable amount of time would be for them to start ranking based on the difficulty of the industry and the keyword. Now, I went into a situation, come back to my story, I went into a situation and I did the initial keyword research and I thought this was going to be an easy peasy uh, 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 um, industry or niche, but then I realized that most of the keywords that the tools were telling me had zero search results. When I put in those keywords, 
it, it turns out that they were very, very competitive because some of the behemoth, the big boys in that industry were the ones that were actually showing up with a ton of content, a ton of backlink, a great domain authority. They have been around for a long time, so Google really trusted them. So at that point, what was I supposed to do? Go back to the client and reset the expectation? I mean, some clients will be understandable, but other clients will be like, what are you talking about? That's why you want to use the tools with the green of salt. But also, eyeball. Go ahead and do the searches in Google and see exactly what's coming out. That's very, very, very important. Okay? Last but not the least, YouTube. Can you imagine coming to one of those really tough to rank industries like, you know, fitness, real estate. Real estate is very competitive. Weight loss, nutrition, those are all industries that are very competitive online. There are people like, as far as if you're talking about nutrition and, and weight loss and health, you, if you think about any subject, WebMD or some of those big uh, um, a website that's been around for a long time have actually they've written, written articles on those on those subjects. The only place that they're not playing ball is on YouTube, and YouTube is the second largest search engine today. You know they get the second most traffic, you know after Google, and Google owns YouTube. So YouTube is low hanging fruit. That's why this third technique. It's so important. If you come in a place where you're in one of these competitive industries and you want to bring free free traffic to your website, but free is not free. You still got to do content marketing, and it can be very expensive, okay? And if you want to bring free traffic to your website, you actually need to go and use YouTube. Google YouTube for... Um, Go, go to Google and Google one of these expensive, for example, how to lose 10 pounds in three days. Chances are you will see a video that's probably been there for two years and hasn't been updated, but it's there. So usually what happens on YouTube, you go and you update that video and create a new one. Use this, the skyscraper method. This, the skyscraper method is really funny or great content. And going along and getting a little bit more far and going deeper, doing more research. Let me give you an example. If you see a content that says 10 ways to lose 50 pounds in three days, and you come and you one up it, you say two ways to lose two pounds in two days. I mean, I'm just making this up. I, I don't think it's possible, but <laughs> but maybe it is. So basically, you want to one up. That content, that's the skyscraper method. You can use that very effectively on YouTube. So you use that on YouTube to drive traffic to your website. So you're literally coming through the back door. Instead of using uh, content, you know, searching up, instead of using your website, you're actually creating videos on YouTube where people watch the video. And at the bottom of the video in your description, you put your website and get traffic from your website to your YouTube video. And that is the trifecta. Okay, you have your YouTube video, you hopefully have a podcast, and you have your content on your website, and you're funneling everything to your hub. Ultimately, your hub is your website. Okay, so those are the three techniques, and that's my time. The first one is to make sure you have 
a tremendous amount of great user-generated content. I've gave you everything that you need to do, all right? Actionable, mobile-friendly, the website speed out load, uh, 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 um, load faster, okay? And we also talk about long-tail keywords. You got to make sure you're targeting the right kind of keywords because keywords can make or break your marketing, completely as i already i just told you a story about when i went and did the keyword research and didn't realize that this is very competitive you know and i got stuck uh, i just had because i set the client's expectation based on what i thought was going to happen okay and last but not the least definitely make sure you use, use youtube to your advantage to circle around the big boys and use the back door my name is Hodge. That's my time. It's been my pleasure bringing out this content. Like this content. Follow me um, and let me know how you feel about it. Um, and if you really like what I'm saying, subscribe to the channel and give me some feedback. And if you need to find me, you go to Nice Legit to the blog. You go to my, uh, my YouTube channel uh, and also the website. I mean, I'm everywhere. Just look me up, okay? I'll definitely love to connect. Until next time, peace out. I'll talk to you later. All right.